Checkmate. Checkmate. Check. This is the Chestnut Checkers podcast. Checkmate. Learn a new mindset to create wealth. We need to be more independent thinkers, man. Passive income. Mathematics is precise. A successful business. Chess moves. And money management strategies. This is Chestnut Checkers. Hope you guys are having a great day. Let's jump in to this Strategy Sunday session, right? So give me one second. Something's missing here before we get started. Hope you guys have a great weekend. I had a great weekend, did a lot of things. We were in Houston, Atlanta. We did a lot of great, we had a lot of fun. So some of you guys that showed up to that Metaverse event in Atlanta, I hope you had a great time and I hope everything worked out well. So before we start, I just want to let you guys know we have a live Strategy Sunday next week. We'll be live in New York, right? Like they say, live in New York. It's Armando Strategy Sunday Live. So for those of you who are interested in that, you can text me, you can check the link in my bio or you could text me the word New York and I'll give you the, the link to get to get signed up for that. We got a lot of exciting things to talk about tonight, a lot of great things. I'm very excited. I hope you guys are too. All right. So let's move forward. So I want to talk about a few things, right? I want to talk about a few things that's coming on some certain stocks. I want to talk about some investment strategies and I want to talk about finally the metaverse and some cryptocurrency. So before we start, I need you guys to do something for me. I need you guys to share this live with at least 10 of your friends because we have to make sure, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more. We have to make sure that we share this information because what we're doing is we're creating circles of winners around us so that we continue to win. So I need you guys to do something for me. Share this live with 10 of your friends. Put the word shared in the comments. I need you guys to do that for me. So we need to see that. So we got Cortez has done it. Who else? Nobody else? Coach D talks. How's it going, man? And he admit he was wrong. I don't know what he's talking about. So let's move on. So I want to talk about a few things. I want to talk about overthinking and emotions before we move on to, actually, I got three stocks tonight. We're going to talk about Bitcoin, what's happening right now, and why I think it's a great opportunity to get into Bitcoin right now, right? This is the thing about it. I'm going to tell you guys, over the last three days, a lot of people have scared, you know, a lot of people have, have wrote me and they've been terrified about what's happening to Bitcoin. And the thing about it is that when these things happen, the Thanksgiving effect, we said the first two weeks of December, we're only in a half the first. So it's still, a, you know, a good chance that it's going to happen. Now, who could predict that the COVID variant would come out and push down all markets? So you got, that's the reason why we practice risk management, right? That's what you guys don't understand. That's what we actually want to talk about tonight, macro events catalyst events and things like that. Nobody, I don't care how good they are. I don't care how smart they are, could predict macro. That's why I did. That's why we always practice risk management. I don't care how good you are, how good you, who can predict macro events, things that happen outside of the market that affects the market. Nobody can. That's why we preach, that's why we constantly practice and constantly preach risk management because I don't care how, how good a company is. Even the company itself can't affect that. So how can we do it? How can we affect it? How can we know it? And the company itself, the management team can't do it. You have to understand this, right? You have to understand this is what we're going to talk about tonight. But before we get into it, a lot of people have had a lot of fear. There's been a lot of fear in the markets in the last few days. And it actually scares me because we I've been talking for two years about removing emotions from trading, removing, you know, every removing emotions, removing fear from trading and trade based on logic and reason. We've been talking about it for two years, but a lot of a lot of people still hasn't taken it to heart. 
they're still trading on emotion. They're still living on emotion. They're riding emotion. They're, every day they live is based on emotion. And that's what we try to teach you not to. Now, let's talk a little bit about overthinking and emotions before we get into these stocks, get into these plays, and make you guys understand some things that are happening. Bitcoin is absolutely affected by the new COVID variant, right? Absolutely. Like every other thing in the market. It's not just Bitcoin. It's every single asset is affected by what's happening, right? Now, it could be overstated. I'm sorry, it could be it could be overstated, but nobody knows for sure. But everything is affected by it. Every single stock almost, every crypto. So this is something that you cannot predict. Even if the things that affect was supposed, even if it is happening, you wouldn't know because the market is being depressed so badly that even if there was some kind of effect, it would get ate up in the in the dropping of the uh what's happening after the macro event, which is Omicron, right? So this is but this is what I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna explain something. And how you can profit from it. Peter Guns, you're, you're deleted forever. See you later. So let's move on. All right. So let's talk about overthinking and emotions, right? So let, I want to talk about something real fast, right? I want to say, I always have water with me, right? While I'm doing these things. So as I'm drinking this water, this water right now, let's see the glass, the bottle is almost full, right? So it's a little heavy. Right now, it's a tiny bit heavy, but I can hold it up for, you know, for a couple of minutes. Now, it wouldn't hurt me. Then I'll put it back down. But the weight, right, the weight right now is insignificant. It doesn't bother me once. You know, I only, I only hold it for a few seconds and put it down. Now, let's say I held it for 30 minutes like this, right? Now, the weight may still not bother me much. 30 minutes is that long. So after 30 minutes, let's say I held it for two hours. Yeah, you know, it could still be, it it'd still be okay. But let's say I held it for 15 hours straight. After 15 hours, your arm starts to get tired. Your arm may lock up and may be a little bit paralyzed because even though the weight is small, even though the weight is small, if you hold that weight for a long time, it starts to hurt you. It starts to take bear on you and it starts to cause damage, right? So this water bottle full of water right now represents your fears. The fear you have of the market, the fear you have of crypto, the fear you have of your life, the fear you have of losing your job as you hold on to that. Even though it may not be that much, but if you hold on to that fear all day and all night, all day and all night, what happens? That small amount that may, if you think about something quickly and you act on it, but if you hold on to that fear all day, it will destroy you like it would destroy my arm. That, that, you gotta, people have to learn to let go of fear. Let go of emotions and trade and live emotion-free. Emotions are saved for our friends and family. Emotions are saved for our loved ones. We don't use emotion in financial decisions. But so many of you guys are trading crypto, trading stocks on pure, unbridled emotion. And that's it. Now, when we trade with emotion, we actually do the opposite of what you end up buying at the peaks on FOMO and you sell at the, uh, the valleys because you get scared, right? So you end up doing, let me, let me ask you a question. How many of you, I'm, I'm going to tell a story because I know some of you guys out there have been through this, right? I'm going to tell a story right now and then we're going to move on. It's a really more of a, like a scenario, right? So some of you guys have bought a stock or a crypto, right? I'm going to tell you this and you need to say, yeah, it's me. Because if you admit it, it's like an addict on drugs. You can move on and you can recover. So how many people out there have bought a stock or a crypto? You buy it, maybe a friend told you, Maybe your uncle or something like that, maybe your cousin, I don't know, told you about a certain crypto, certain stock. You buy it, the stock actually goes up or the crypto goes up. And now you're like, man, you know, I actually did a good move here. Then it continues to go up. You may be up two, 300%. And you say, man, you know, 
I'm, I'm a great investor. Wow. Maybe I'm a, maybe I have some kind of talent for this. Wow, man. Keeps going up four or 500%. Now you're calling your friends and family, trying to get them on it, into it. Look, man, I bought this crypto or stock over two weeks ago. I'm up five, 600%. So buy this stock, man. You start giving advice. Look, man, what you do with stocks is you do this. And you may only been in for a few weeks or a few months. And then the stock starts to fall or the crypto starts to fall. And then you say to yourself, you know, that's how things are. I'm not worried about it. And then it keeps falling more. And then you start to worry, oh man, you know, because in your mind, you're losing money because the peak was where your money was. So anything below that is unacceptable. So you start going down, you start losing money. So, you, you know, oh man, you start getting worried. As the stock or the crypto falls farther and farther, you start paying. And now you just hope for the stock to go up a little bit. Or just go up a little bit. I don't care. Just go up some kind of way. And then it drops below where you bought it. You panic sell. And then you, three, four weeks later, you look at the stock and crypto, it's back up to where you, you thought, you know, back up, back up. And you feel like, oh man, I, you know, I got, you realize you got scared. You realize you lost money and you realize that you were driven by emotion. Now, a lot of you guys do that. Every, you know, if you see yourself doing that, if you've been through that scenario and you continue, now it's okay to do it once, but if you continue to relive that scenario over and over again, you need to check yourself and you need to make, you, you need to reevaluate how you're going into these positions. Because right, that's a symptom. That's a sign of emotional trading, right? So we, you got to stop doing that. We have to let go of those fears and make the right decisions. Being able to make the right decisions is, you know, and I'm going to tell you, there's three ways that we can fix these things in trading, in life, in uh, anything we do that's financial, right? And it's the ABCs of fear management, right? One is being adaptable, right? You got to understand being adaptable. You have to understand a lot of things in stocks and crypto and investing in business will not go your way. And probably most of the time. And the people who are successful versus the people who aren't successful are people who continue to go even though the hard, come, the hard problems come and all the issues happen. And they continue to move forward and forward and don't care, you know, and find ways to work, find ways to get it work, find another way. Maybe if you didn't make money on this stock, put your money, maybe you make another stock. If your business failed, maybe it's something you missed and do it again and again. That's where most people fail. Most people will get involved in something one time. And if it doesn't fail, which, which to be honest, when you start something, whether it's trading, stocks, crypto, business, or whatever, the first time will probably fail, right? The first time will probably fail. But each additional time won't fail. So let's move on. Like I said, be adaptable is A. Be bold is B, right? Mixing confidence and, and control is what boldness is. Confidence and control. Don't let things intimidate you like things are fear. You, if you believe that you can be successful at something, you can do it. You have to believe it and you have to understand. Like that confidence and that control are a dangerous combination. Then we got to be clear. That's why it's important to have plans in stocks, in crypto, in business, in investing. You already have a plan going forward, right? So if you already have a plan, and you say, hey, man, look, I'm going to get this stock. I'm going to hold it for six months regardless. And I'm going to, and now I'm going to sell it when it gets to 20, 30%. You know, if you say things like that, right? If you say things like that, when you buy the stock or when you enter a position, you already have an exit strategy, then your mind can't be encumbered by fear because you know what the plan is. For example, with Bitcoin, I'm holding for multiple years. So it don't matter what it does right now because I believe it's going to a, a, a very much higher by 2024. If I believe that, what do these small ups and downs mean? Because if when you guys know I bought a Bitcoin at 29,000. This is only 40,000. I'm still up 20,000. That was the last one I, I think I bought the full one. 
What does it matter? Like you guys are panicking, but if you have a strategy like that, if you stick to the strategy, what does it matter? Because we all, if you be honest with yourself and you've been following this for a while, this has happened several times before. The market, the stock market, this has happened several times before. In the last two years, we've seen these kind of drops three or four times. And every single time it recovered bigger than it was before. Now, if you let go of, you let go of being scared, you let go of that fear, you can see what's happening in profit, right? So this is the reason why, you know, we got to, now, now, like I said, I still think Bitcoin's going to 100,000. We may be delayed a month or two, but I still think it's going. I still think Ethereum's going to 8,000. So I want to talk a little bit about macro trends and events because this is what's happening right now. We had a class about it a while back. We actually made a bunch of money on it, on this type of trading about a year ago, if you guys remember, right? We're not in the bear market yet. We're not in the bear market yet. That's what I'm saying. You guys don't know a bear market because this is still a bull market. It's still a bull market. A bear market has to, has to be continuous, right? This is just a separate, this is a correction. Right? This is what it's called a correction. We're not in a bear market yet. So back to what I was saying, a lot of people, a lot of you guys, this is what's going to scare a lot of people. If you see when, when there's a bear market or stocks are falling, if you notice two weeks ago, we had 3,500 people in here. Now we got 1,700 because what's happening is that if people don't have that excitement of stocks going up, that, that, that joy and stuff, they, they leave. And I don't want you guys to be like that because you think about this, the opportunity lies in the bear markets. The opportunity lies in the bear markets. The bull markets is going up. So when you make all, you make the most of your money buying in the bear markets and letting it go. So the bull markets are, are, are fun. It's exciting, but the money is made in the bear markets. So the people who stay continuous, the people who buy up in the bear markets and wait for a year or two years for the market to recover, they're the ones that are going to make all the They're the ones that's going to be successful. They're the ones that's going to be rich. They're the ones that's going to be millionaires. Everybody else who left off, the thing about this is back to emotional trading. The reason why stocks are hot when the market's hot, the reason why enthusiasm and interest is hot when the market's hot, because people are trading on emotion. Most people do that. So if the stocks up, everybody's making money, you got five, I got 4,000 people on my lives because all those people are excited. They're going through FOMO, that fear and, and emotion make them come on to it. Now, when it drops a little bit, half of them leave because they're scared. You see, these people are trading on pure emotion back and forth. Then wondering why they look at their portfolio, why they're constantly down. It's because you're doing the opposite of what the market wants you to do. So let's move on. So I want to talk a little bit about, oh, I want to talk a little bit about macro trends. And catalysts, right? So macro trends and catalysts are tied to big forces outside the company. Now, even the company themselves can't control this, right? The companies themselves cannot control this. Before we start, I need you guys to share this with the needs this information because this macro stuff is very tough, man. The macro stuff will make people a lot of money. So let's move on. So we want to talk a little bit about macro events. So we got three stocks tonight we're going to talk about. We got three. Normally we have two, but we got three stocks. And one of them is going to make a lot of people a lot of money. One's going to be very, you know, fit and, you know, it's going into next year. It's going to make somebody a whole bunch of money, right? So, all right, let's move on. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about macro trends and events, right? Like we talked about, these are events that happen on a worldwide level or a bigger level that happen outside of the company. The company is powerless. The management team is powerless to do anything about this. And that's what's happening to Bitcoin. That's what's happening to most stocks is that because of this COVID variant, a lot of stocks are being repressed. Sorry, push down. It's nothing we can do about that. But you got to remember is that there's an opportunity here. And I'm going to tell you a one stock that is a great opportunity right now. These are, whenever a macro event happens, and we talk, we made a lot of money on this in two times last year. 
One, when COVID, for that, this is what I understand about people. Is so many of you saw what happened with COVID. You saw all the stocks get pushed down in COVID the first time. You saw all the stocks were bound and everybody made millions. Now, why would you not see that pattern and continually make money on that same pattern? So many people can't see historical patterns. So many people cannot see what's happening because they let fear dominate them. Now, when COVID happened, all the stocks had dropped down horribly. All the Bitcoin, crypto went down to 3,000. I bought a full Bitcoin. I'm up now, what, 40 something thousand dollars. Each Bitcoin I bought, and I was buying them during that. Now, what if you knew what was happening? You sat there and watched it. How don't you understand what's happening now? It doesn't make sense. That's why the corporations, the rich and the wealthy, continue to get they continue to get rich because the poor and the middle class are fear-based people, completely terrified of doing anything when the market drops. Now, the rich and elite, I promise you, they're buying big right now. The elite and the rich, they're buying it all up, right? Because when it recovers probably early next year, they're going to make a lot of money. So I want to move on more to macro events, like we said, is that when a macro event happens like this, when, when something big happens, it's a gift. We've just been given a gift. Look, man, all these stocks are now depressed. Stocks that, even sh that should not even be down because they have nothing to do with COVID. And they're, they're down now. So that's, whenever, that's, when you, that's the key of a macro event play, is that when there's a big event that drops all stocks, all crypto, there's certain stocks that shouldn't even be down. They have nothing to do with COVID. They have nothing to do with how people work and stuff. But because everybody's fear-based, they're just they're selling everything. So whenever that happens, that's a gift. But like I said, the drop in stock price of crypto occurred because a set of macro events, mostly the Omicron variant happened. And people are afraid of inflation. They're afraid of Omicron, mostly the Omicron variant. And they're scared that the supply chain may be affected. Now, I'm going to tell you another event that happened way before COVID when this happened again. Right, it happened. You, whenever a macro event happens, you you should be happy, right? Because it's a gift. You know what's coming next. I'm gonna tell you. Back when Trump was in office, they remember when America and China was fighting over tariffs and taxes, and China was supposedly manipulating their money. Remember that. So during that time, two stocks fell: Boeing and Caterpillar. Right? Boeing fell because Boeing needed its parts from China. Caterpillar needed all its parts from China, and those stocks fell dramatically because Trump kept fighting with China. So once uh, uh, Trump and China made an agreement, those stocks skyrocketed because what happens in a macro event like this COVID variant, like the COVID in the first place, it's like a, it's like a, a spring effect, right? Is that the stock gets pushed down, all the stocks, but as you're st pushing the stocks down, it's like a spring that you're compressing. So that spring, the energy of that spring has to be released. So if we push it down, boom, it goes back up. Soon as that event that caused the, the, pro the problem, goes away, you got a lot of pent-up demand for stocks that all of a sudden come back all at once. And that drives the stock price a lot of times higher than it was in the first place. So one stock I think, and I've been talking about this for a while, right? I've been talking about this stock for a while, and that was, and I still believe in it. I still think, and like I said, I want to say this too, most of December is probably not going to be, it's going to be choppy. And I'm going to tell you the reason why is because in December, people start selling stocks because they're trying to lock in their gains and losses for the tax season or the tax year. So we're going to see a lot of, we're going to see a lot of the market. Last year, the market was crazy during December and, most, and probably early January also because of the wash rules and stuff. People buying stuff back or whatever. So it, for about a month, man, yeah, we did tweet. We talked about that Sunday morning, but um, exactly like that. But back to what I was saying is that 
during that, uh, like, like during these times, during these times, we got to be able to be sure we have to make sure and pay attention. So one of the stocks I believe, and I've been talking about it for a while, like I said, is a stock that's really not affected by any COVID variants or anything else, but it's pushed down because of the overall fear in the market. And that's SoFi Technologies. I've been saying this for a while. I've been talking about it for a while. SoFi Technologies is still, I'm telling you, it's going to shock a lot of people. This is a, this is a gem, man. SoFi is almost a no-brainer. SoFi Technology, that's S-O-F-I. Now, we like some of these stocks, I can't tell you what's like a lot. You know, during the middle of the year, stocks say this stock's going up in three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. But this stock, I can't tell you that because really for the next two months, it's going to be a shaky. So I don't know. But I can tell you over the next year, SoFi is going to do a lot of great things. And right now, like we said, with the macro events that's happening, this, it's down a lot. It's down a good amount. It's a gift, man. It's a gift. And the SoFi is a no-brainer. Like I said, SoFi is down because, because of these macro event, you know, risk factors. But SoFi still has a strong user base that's constantly growing, right? It's a great, obvious, it's, it's, this, if you look at the fundamentals, now the fundamentals of a company are what the company is really worth. Money in, money out, uh, revenue, how much money they, are owe, they, they owe people, all these things builds up or a profile of a company, then the company's stock price should be at this amount, right? You take all these numbers in, you, you're in certain formulas, and you spit it out, and the company price should be at this amount. Now, that amount that SoFi should be at, based on revenue, based on how much money they have on hand, based on loans and all of these things, is way higher than what the real price is. So when you find a stock like that's what we call an undervalued stock, right? That means that the stock should be higher, and a lot of times, in most cases, the market will correct itself to the fundamental value. So that's a great way to trade. But when you find stocks that are that are supposed to be like, it's, it's, like, it's like anything else. We find a Lamborghini is selling for 50,000. 50, we know the Lamborghini is supposed to be 400,000 because that's what it should be. We buy it and sell it for the 400,000. I mean, this is just like anything else. But in stocks, is a little bit different. And we teach you how to do that. And you just have to, you find like this SoFi is severely undervalued based on its growth, based on its revenue, based on a lot of things. And I still believe in that stock to the core. And I still believe it's going to shock a lot of people eventually, but there's two more stocks out there. There's a stock that with the metaverse and the way things are growing, the way things are moving towards this metaverse. So back to what we're talking about is with the metaverse is that there's companies out there that are poised well, poised very good to do, make a lot of money from the metaverse. Now, we if we go back to the gold rush of 19, I think it was 1849, 19, and 1849. That's one reason why San Francisco 49ers, they call it 49ers. Now, there was a gold rush there. And during this gold rush, everybody went to for, uh, San Francisco to, to mine gold. It was a lot of gold there, right? So people was going to go. You know who made the most money? The people who made the most money in the gold rush of 49 were the people who sold the pickaxes and the mining of and that's what's going to happen with the metaverse is the people who provide the platforms, provide the, the tools and the software and the hardware to power this metaverse are going to make a lot of money. So it's a company out there that's already posed to do well, right? The Life 2.0, you saw that, Dominique? Dominique, yes, yeah, a great movie, great documentary. And I encourage every one of you guys to take a look at that movie, Life 2.0. It's a, sorry, it's a documentary. It's a great documentary. It's been out about 10, 15 years. And it shows you the early versions of the metaverse. Now, this has been out for years. It's not nothing new. People was making money in the metaverse 15, 10, 15 years ago, 100,000 a year, some people. So back to what I was saying is that 
there's a company that's very now think we think about the metaverse right? and i come from a tech background so i understand technology to the t right to a t back to what i was saying is that in that metaverse right you have to render 3d graphics now 3d graphics are is harder than you think to render because instead of like in a 2d graphic we ain't got to render two points up down left right it's 2d 3d multiplies everything by two so now you have to have you know it's not double as fast. It had to be like four times the process is just to render uh, 3D environments. Now you add that on to more people in the environment. You add that to more realistic skin, more realistic uh, avatars, more items there, more people building stuff. As people build more and more, the 3D graphic engines have to work harder and harder. So there's one company out there that's to, and it's already doing well. That's the thing about it. it, had, it this company delivered very strong earnings reports last month, right? They actually came up with a, with a platform called Omniverse Software Package, and it's promising to be one of the key players in the metaverse that, that's being built right now and, and being continuing, right? They built a software platform that actually works along with its graphic cards to be more efficient in delivering those graphics to the metaverse. It's a scalable, multi-GPU, real-time development platform for 3D simulation and design collaboration is based on Pixar technology, right? The same Pixar that makes the movies. So if we know, we look at Pixar movies, it's very realistic now, very realistic. So back to what I was saying is that this, I believe, and like I said, I normally give three to six months, maybe two to six weeks plays or whatever, but I can't do that right now because the market will be choppy for two months. You know, I don't know. We got 2000 people in there tonight. I appreciate you guys. So back to what I was saying is that we we got two months still of choppy market, I believe. Could we go up? Could, I don't know what's going to happen. That's why I'm saying it's choppy. It could go way up. It could go way down. I don't know. By the end of the year, is is going to be choppy. Normally, always is. It's very undependable. We don't know what's happening. So these plays are like more like middle of next year, late last year, right? Late late next year. So that stock that I believe is going to do well, I believe it's going to you know may double, but I, I can surely see it going to two fifty. This company has positioned itself with an engine that powers the, not only the graphics, but the physical movements throughout the world. So this platform one day could be, and the thing about it is that when Mark Zuckerberg announced the move to Metaverse, he only talked about one other company and he talked about this company in that call. So he knows, even Mark Zuckerberg knows this company has to do well to support the the you know the new metaverse and all the technical requirements it's going to need. You know, so remember, Roblox is a, is another metaverse platform. Really, it really is. So we also need these graphic cards to support that. So back to what I was saying is the name of this company, the name of the company that I want I'm telling you guys about is going to do extremely well. But the name is NVIDIA, right? That company, I'm telling you, is going to do extremely well. And also, NVIDIA actually uh, powers the, the NVIDIA graphic cards power the Ethereum network, too. So it actually got a two-prong effect. As Ethereum goes up, it's going to do well. So I think NVIDIA is going to do extremely well in the next year or so. I think it's going to do well. And it's one that I'm adding. I already had some because of the interest I have in Ethereum. But now I'm going to add more because I see it's going to, I see how, you know, how it's going to fit into this new world. The ticker symbol on that one is E-N-V-D-A. And remember, people, like people are saying right now it's over 200, but remember, we can buy fractional shares now. 
So the price of a stock should no longer be a hindrance because you could buy pieces of a stock. So why would you care what the price is? Because just buy, you know, it's, it, you can buy a tenth of it. You can buy a fifth of it. You know, you can buy one one hundredth of it, buy $2 worth of it. So now it's not, you shouldn't be intimidated by high stock prices anymore because, you know, you understand NVIDIA. That's it. The symbol is on, it's on the NASDAQ is NVDA. All right. So the second one, right? There's another company out there that has been unfairly undervalued. And I think it's a great, I think because it's actually, it's been, it's down a lot from the earlier this year. It's down almost 40% from earlier this year. This stock, I believe is going to do, the business itself of this stock is doing extremely well, but the price goes down. It's being oversold for a bunch of reasons, including COVID, including a lot of things. But there's a lot, but the company itself right now, it's reported uh, revenue, it's up 13% since last year on revenue, right? The earnings per share are up 4%, but the stock keeps falling. And we talked about it's the same thing. These are both undervalued stocks, which are being oppressed by this COVID variant. So it's the two opportunities that we can make. We can make money while it's down. And when, like we said, it's the same thing as that spring gets loaded as the market falls and boom, it explodes back up once things revert back to normal, right? So like we said, it's a, the company owns another company. That actually, it just gave the company itself. Let's just say the company itself gained 80 million users in the last quarter, right? Added 13 million net users in the last quarter. So it, it acquired, you know, a while back it's acquired another co company. This is a payment transaction company that makes money by processing and facilitating transactions. The company's revenue is expected to grow another 18% over the next year. And it, I think it's, it's poised to do extremely well over the next year. So this company, and this is the last one that I'm talking about, this one is PayPal, right? Thank you for joining today's podcast. I really appreciate your support. If you want more wealth building information, education and tips in stock market, crypto, and other assets such as real estate, follow me on Instagram and also on YouTube. This is the same name, Tall Guy Tycoon. That's T-A-L-L-G-U-Y-T-Y-C-O-O-N. The link is also in the description. Also, you can support this podcast by don donations. That link is also in the description. I hope each and every one of you has a great week. And again, thanks for listening.